We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Six Man Show on Orlando Magic Podcast with your hosts, Luke Sylvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic Basketball. Five fans, four fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Sixth Man Show. Today is May 15th, 2023. Tomorrow is the NBA Draft Lottery. As always, joined by my co-host, Luke Sylvia. Luke, what's going on? I'm nervous. I'm happy. I had a great weekend. Happy NBA Mother's playoffs. Day to all the moms out there, by the way. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous uh, a little bit. You know, obviously, we're going to break down some little bit of history in this episode of draft lotteries in general. But uh, yeah, man, we'll, we will we'll break that all down and you guys will probably be nervous with me because you and I have kind of, you know, discussed a little bit of them and uh, I just uh, instant nerve. So we'll, we'll see uh, how the episode plays out. In preparation for this podcast we're recording, I went back and watched our draft lottery odds episode from last year, which came out the day before the NBA draft lottery. And you were traveling in the middle of you know coming from Omaha mm-hmm. to Orlando for for that event. Now you're back in good old uh, Ocala, and mm-hmm. so Kevin Kevin stepped in for that episode, and just it's so almost eerie hearing us just like predict the future, talking about winning the number one overall pick and like what it would mean. And it was like wow, all of that stuff that we were talking about came to fruition. We just need to repeat that one more time and it would be really just absolutely fantastic yeah yeah i'm man i'm pumped so if you've been living under a rock or maybe you just came across the show you're listening or you're watching for the first time today as you're getting excited about the orlando magic there's a lot to be excited about as it pertains to the magic and just around the city and around the team if you don't know this already tomorrow tuesday may 16th is the NBA draft lottery where basically they throw a bunch of balls in a a machine and different combinations come out. And if your team gets the winning combination, you win the lottery. Essentially, you should probably talk a little bit more about how 
the draft lottery actually works. But the reason that I'm bringing this up is because May 16th at 7 o'clock, we are partnering with the Orlando Magic and Michelob Ultra uh, to host this year's NBA draft lottery watch party in downtown Orlando at Wall Street Plaza starting at 7 o'clock. At this point, Luke, we've gotten over 560 RSVPs. Last year, we had 111 all together. <laughs> so that is five times, essentially, the RSVPs that we got all of last year. So this event mm-hmm. for us really should be huge. Obviously, the lottery, there's going to be a lot of excitement. There's going to be a ton of Orlando Magic fans there. But to add to the event, add to the excitement, we are giving away a Paolo Banquero autographed basketball. We're going to be passing out raffle tickets. And then we'll have a fishbowl there. And we're going to pull one lucky ticket out of that little container. And whoever wins, whoever is Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, you know, with the golden ticket, you will be going home with the Paolo Banquero autographed basketball. We're also going to be doing some trivia. Uh, I don't know exactly what time, but sometime in between 7 and 8 before the lottery starts. The winner of that will be getting a $100 Fanatics gift card. If you plan on going to the event, you plan on participating in trivia, make sure that you listen very closely to this episode because we're going to be giving away one of the answers to one of the, the, well, the answer to one of the trivia questions that we're going to have. And I listening back to that episode from last year where I was hyping up our draft lottery watch party that we had at Harry Buffalo, it's going to be so, or it should be so much bigger this time around. And just like thinking of how excited we were, this team that we've rooted for our entire lives growing up, we're putting together this event and now they want to partner with us to make the event bigger. They're doing it again, but it was just like really just crazy kind of reliving all of that excitement. But this is what I said to our listeners and to our viewers last year. If you are not, and and it came true, if you are not at this draft lottery and the Magic do happen to win the number one overall pick, we're going to talk about their odds and the likeliness or how unlikely it is, whatever the case may be. We're going to talk about that during this episode. If you are not there and you were able to be there, you will never, ever forgive yourself. We've talked to a lot of people over the course of the last 12 months who have told us I was going to go or I couldn't go for this reason and I'm kicking myself and I wish I would have went. If you are in Orlando or you are near Orlando, you are capable of getting to Orlando Tuesday night for this draft lottery watch party. If you consider yourself a diehard Magic fan, you need to be at this event. Regardless of the outcome, just to be around, there will literally be hundreds of of diehard Orlando Magic fans at this event. Things like the draft and obviously regular season games and playoff games, we all know that casuals find their way into those types of events. The NBA draft lottery is for the diehards. If we do hit number one, if if things go crazy, folks, and we hit number one, everything is going to change for this city, for the fan base, for this team, the way that the team is going to be covered. But that all starts after the draft lottery. So if you consider yourself a diehard fan, you have to be at our draft lottery watch party again. That is Tuesday night, 7 o'clock at Wall Street Plaza, Luke. And if there is no other reason, the, the part that is my favorite and was my favorite last year 
and is my favorite just at events that we've done with partnering with the magic, whether that be lottery or watch party, there is nothing better than the buildup. Like dude, the just minutes leading up to finding out the magic pick, obviously last year winning the number one pick, but going into like that commercial break, was just the place was buzzing. My heart is pounding. Thinking about <laughs> but, but but leading up to it, right? Like, can you do you imagine just the the buildup that is going to take place, starting with the Bulls pick, and the tension that will build, and then, like you said, if this is again, we've done it before. weren't alive for. I wasn't alive for it, but we've done it before. Back to back number one overall picks in the most unlikely of circumstances. Tension is going to build and rise, and I just was thinking about it because this team consumes my mind way more than it should. I was thinking about it the other day while I was driving, and I was like, imagine they flip that card at six and the magic aren't there. Wall Street well, you Plaza and I have talked about it. might cease uh, to exist on the face of the earth. It doesn't matter like because you and I have already talked about it. the outcome really, and I think this should be true for everybody. The outcome on Tuesday night is if it goes chalk, Six and eleven, even seven and eleven. I'll walk out of there and be like, oh, that was like I still had a great time, great event, probably great food, whatever it might be. But just the the, the benefits far outweigh the cons of coming to that event. There's so many fans you are collectively, and if this is true, where 560 people are there or more, and everyone is just holding their breath together, it's just it's going to be electric. We had like 200 people there last year, packed in Harry Buffalo. And the electricity, the literal electricity in the air when we won number one overall, I can't imagine what that would be like with two, three, four times the amount of people. And just the atmosphere too. Like it's outside. I haven't checked the weather. Kevin's been sending us like weather updates. For Tuesday night in Orlando. I, I see that now. The last yeah. I checked, so we're like, looking... we had no rain on Tuesday in Orlando. Knock on wood. Cool. So, yeah, it's going to be outside. It's on a much larger, much, much larger scale, as you guys have gathered at this point, than last year. There's, It's just going to be a bigger production in general for, and, and for us. And there's definitely nerves involved in all of that. But we are just happy that you guys are going to share that night with us, regardless of outcome. We're going to record a podcast regardless of outcome after that at one of the bars there at Wall Street. It's going to be a night that you guys don't want to miss, and we hope you guys choose to come out. I'm wearing right now, like, same jersey, same undershirt, same hat that I was wearing last year at the draft lottery. Are you are you wearing that again? I'm not going to wear it again. I'm, I'm switching it up a little bit. I'm going Penny because... For the year after. For the year after. It was Shaq, and then the year after we got Penny, so I'm going to go with Penny... I'm going to have the 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 Penny Fives, you know, my my go-to Orlando Magic event sneakers. If you've ever seen me at any of these events, chances are I'm rocking the Penny Fives. So I will be doing that. I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I just I mm-hmm. the even Dude, it's gonna be awesome. the build up even before the lottery starts, I think is going to be insane. Yeah. And then if the Bulls are there at 11, everybody's going to freak out because to me, that's what a lot of people are most worried about. Like they're like, I'm not so concerned about where the magic are going to be. Like they're going to be, you know, six, seven, probably eight at the absolute worst. But everybody wants that bulls pick to be there. Everybody wants that pick to convey. Yeah. And the other thing, right? 
I would encourage everybody that has jerseys, has is able to choose the jersey that they wear, try to make it a little fun. Choose a jersey that has been associated with a number one pick in one way or another. Jonathan is going to be wearing the Penny jersey, obviously. Um, I am going to be wearing a number one pick of sorts, Markel Fultz. So uh, last year it was Jonathan Isaac solely because he he wears the number one. And it worked. But like you said, just going to switch it up. I'm going to go Markel Fultz. Number one overall pick. Even if you have and, like uh, a Tracy McGrady jersey, that's a number one. Mm-hmm. Or if it's Jonathan exactly. Isaac. Wear, wear a number Colin one. Car- I don't Even care what it is. Even if you have a Deron Lamb jersey, number <laughs> one, wear your freaking Deron Lamb jersey. Yeah. Find some so way where, to be associated some, yeah. with the number one. Yeah, and if you can't, that's fine. But if you have the ability to, just do it. It'd be fun. Um, it was fun last year for us. We got the number one pick. Anything associated with number one, we'll take all of that. So, uh, yeah, man, it'll be, uh, man, it's going to be awesome. Well, Luke, like is tradition with every single one of our watch parties that we have at a given or, you know, Orlando venue, we always take a look at the menu and looking at the wall street cantina, which I guess is like where, if you're looking to get food down there, this is where you need to go. The wall street cantina, they've got quite a lot going on here. I'm looking at the nachos in particular. Freshly made corn tortilla chips, Mexi cheese blend, lettuce, pico, pickled red onion. I'm a big pickled red onion guy. Cilantro. Oh, I yeah. love cilantro. Lime crema, pickled jalapenos. You can add chicken or mushroom. You can add pork carnitas or chorizo and potato. Or you can even add beef freaking brisket to the nachos, Luke. That's fire. I mean, that's that's your appetizer. Like that's That's got to be the appetizer you probably go with um i'm because I'm, I'm looking at everything i think that'd be number, my number one besides like a good old chips and salsa which i'll never discriminate against chips and salsa um but then you look at uh, the, the eat dessert first i listen if Oof. anyone ever tells me in life to eat dessert first i'm in on it you don't have to tell me more than once we'll eat dessert first i'll do what you want chocolate cake mini donuts six of them thanks Tossed in cocoa sugar with horchata icing. I'm not going to act like I know what horchata is. Um, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right, but that sounds fire. We could maybe eat. Des- Do you want to eat dessert first on Tuesday, Jonathan? Well, we'll spill a little, little chocolate cake mini donut action. If I eat dessert first, there is a high chance, <laughs> like higher than any team has a chance of winning the lottery, that I will vomit <laughs> before we get to the lottery. The nerves okay, are going to be so- insane sweets and, and chocolate yeah. before that with me probably not a good idea all right well maybe i'll get you to eat one of mine anyway then we moved down jonathan they got the old trace tacos action where you know obviously you choose three tacos of choices um yeah and i think right off the bat i'm going i'm going to chorizo and potato i love chorizo uh chorizo i'm also going chicken tinga i don't know what tinga is but I'm gonna find out, <laughs> and um, I, I don't, and then maybe the roasted mushroom. If we just want to get crazy, I don't know. Those all sound like great choices to me. They've got burgers, salads. I don't. Do you know what a, a torta is? That a it says Mexican sandwich it's a below Mexican it. Mexican sandwich. Your tinga is a Mexican dish made with shredded chicken and a sauce made from tomatoes, chipotle chilies, and adobo with sliced onions. Say no more. 
I'm looking at the braised brisket, the fish taco with avocado. I'm a big fish taco kind of guy. Their tacos come with cabbage, lettuce, diced onion, chipotle sauce, radish, queso fresco, and cilantro. But I'm also looking at the Mexi Cali burger, jack cheese, lettuce, pico de gallo, chipotle sauce, pickle, avocado, and the must-have on any good burger, a brioche bun. Yeah, I'm a sucker for Mexican I, food. We're going to have to see. I, I think I'm going to have to wait until after the lottery, man, because my nerves are going to be through the roof, even though they shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, man, so the... the Man, yeah, that Mexican sandwich could be called my name with the chipotle sauce. Yeah. Anything with pickled know. red onion. Go... Pickled red onion is right. so underrated. And then I'm also just shout out the chicken sandwich. I love a chicken mm. sandwich. Hard to do wrong. I could with a, with I could see myself sandwich. at the last second just switching to a chicken sandwich just to see how it stacks up to other chicken sandwiches I've had. There's a lot of options on this menu, folks. And uh, you might want to, like Jonathan and I, become a scholar of the game. Look up that menu. Game you just go game. To, to the to the Wall Street website. Click on a menu. All the bar menus take you to the same one. Trust us, we tried it. They take you to the same one, Cantina. So, And it's going to look just like the one we're reading today. So, I, man, I'm excited. Any good event needs good food, and that's that looks like what we're going to get on Tuesday. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, Luke, let's break down the lottery odds. So first, 
I want to just go through and like tell everybody like what odds every team has where the magic are and go through some like common misconceptions in terms of like the magic's odds, the bulls odds, because you're seeing things like on Twitter or on Facebook or, you know, in YouTube comments, like, Hey, I want us to get this pick and this pick. And some Mm -hmm. of the times, like what people are saying they want, like is statistically impossible. Like it's the lottery is designed for that to not actually 0% chance. Yeah. There's a 0% chance of the outcome, some of the outcomes that we've seen. So, Let's start at the top or I guess the bottom. Um, the three teams that all have the same odds of ending up with the number one overall pick with a 14% chance are the Detroit Pistons, the Houston Rockets, and the San Antonio Spurs. Again, each of those teams have a 14% chance of ending up number one overall. They each have a 52.1% chance of ending up in the top four. Uh, Detroit, the like the furthest they can slide is going to be to five. Uh, Houston can fall as low as six. San Antonio can fall as low as seventh. After Detroit, Houston, San Antonio are the Charlotte Hornets who have a 12.5% chance of ending up with the number one overall pick. And they have a 48.1% chance of ending up with the number one overall pick. Uh, They can slide to six. They have a 25% chance of sliding to six. They have a 16.8% chance of sliding to seven. They have a 2.2% chance of sliding to eight. After Charlotte at number five is going to be the Portland Trailblazers. The Trailblazers have a 10.5% chance of ending up number one overall. They have a 42.1% chance of ending up into the top four. Portland could fall as low as six. So they could be seventh. They could be eighth. They could be ninth. Portland, uh, Charlotte, San Antonio, Houston, Detroit, all of those teams like can each fall. Like Again, Houston to five. Uh, I'm sorry, Detroit to five. Houston to six. San Antonio to seven. Charlotte to eight. Portland to nine. So Portland, like one through nine is all on the table for them. It's all possible. Where things really start to change is for the Magic at six. So our Orlando Magic, sitting with the six best odds, they have a 9% chance of ending up number one overall. They have a 37.2% chance of ending up in the top four. The Magic can either jump up into the top four, they can stay put, or the Magic, with their pick, they could technically slide all the way down to 10. They have a 0.2% chance of ending up number 10. The Magic folks cannot end up number five. With the lottery, you either jump up into the top four, you slide back, or you stay put. You cannot jump just like kind of one spot up. Or like Indiana, who's right behind us. They can't jump to six or to five. They can only jump from seven into the top four, or they can slide back. And as you go down, Washington can't be five, six, or seven. Utah can't be five, six, seven, eight, uh, or nine. So as you go down, just remember, teams can only stay put. They can jump up into the top four or they can slide back. There's no jumping up to five to six to seven. My recommendation is while we are watching the lottery in real time, have Tankathon up on your phone, which is what all of us did last year. It's going to tell you exactly how the order should go if everything just goes chalk. If something Mm -hmm. is not in that order, that means whatever team should have been there that is not, 
jumped up into the top four. And then we have to wait till we get into the top four to see kind of how all of that is going to shake out. The last thing that I thought was important to point out is as it pertains to Chicago, because Chicago owes the Magic their pick this year. However, it is top four protected. Chicago has the 11th best odds. They have a 1.8% chance of jumping up to number one overall. They have an 8.5% chance of jumping up into the top four. Once the lottery starts, if we go 14, 13, 12, 11, if Chicago is not there at 14, 13, 12, or 11, it means they jumped into the top four and the Magic will forfeit the pick to well, back to the Chicago Bulls this year. The Bulls cannot end up 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, or 5. So when you're thinking, like, I want to get these players at these picks, the Magic are going to be at 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, 7, 8, 9, or 10. The Bulls will be at 1, 2, 3, 4, 11, 12, 13, 14. There are no other possible kind of combinations between that. Now, yeah. the last thing to point out, and this is the absolute worst case scenario, the Magic have like a 0.001% chance of the Magic sliding to 10 and the Bulls ending up in the top four. So that would be a nightmare. That would be an absolute nightmare. Very, very awful odds for the Magic. The Magic could also end up 10 with the Bulls ending up 14, where we keep both picks, but they're as bad yeah. as those two picks possibly could be. And again, it's like a 0.001% chance of that happening, Luke. Yeah. Um, the Bulls also, another way to think of the odds and percentages, the Bulls the Bulls pick, there's a essentially on a broad view, they have a there's a ninety one point five percent chance the match to keep the pick. So the odds are on the side of the magic. That being said, there's about, you know, whatever that is, eight and a half chance percent chance that the Bulls jump to the top four, the magic lose it. Um, I want to add something else because it's a small little fact here that really doesn't matter. Um, but the Blazers obviously being where they're at, right? Slotted right above the Magic at five. I'm interested to see what they do from just an NBA fan standpoint because Dame has said, and he said it as recently as a few months ago, um, they asked him basically about adding young talent through the draft. And he said, I'm just not interested in that. That's not a secret. I want a chance to go for it. If that route is to draft youth, then that's not my route. So I'm very interested to see if the Blazers stay kind of pat or worse worse in their pick. What's that front office going to do? Are they going to ride with Dame and what he's wanting? Or are they, you know, obviously if they get like a top two or three pick, I don't know that Dame will be that mad about it. But if you're getting like a shade and sharp type range, like last year for them where they got like, what, the seventh pick? It's going to be very interesting. And it's just one of the many narratives on lottery night to think about too, aside obviously from the magic when you're, you know, when you've had time to react to the magic where we landed with both of our picks as another thing to consider. What, what is Portland going to do? And that's just a side caveat when I, you know, when I hear you talking about them at, at the fifth pick. And a, a few minutes ago, I mentioned that we would talk a little bit more about how the draft lottery actually works. So there are, I think, a thousand or a thousand one combinations that are given out. And the amount of combinations that your team receives 
is based upon what your perceived odds should be. So like Detroit, Houston, San Antonio, they will all receive the same amount of combinations out of that thousand. There are 14 lottery balls that are going to be placed in like a big hopper and they will start to draw those combinations. And if your team hits the number one overall pick means your combination basically was pulled as the number one overall pick. I believe they start at one and they go two, three, four, they do the top Mm -hmm. four and then everybody else is just going to kind of be chalk. Uh, They only, again, only drawing lottery combinations for the top four picks after that, everything is just going to go chalk in terms of, you know, record or in the case of Oklahoma city and the Chicago bulls who had the same record, the Chicago bulls won the coin flip. So it comes down to that tiebreaker and, and not the record. So it's a little bit confusing, but just think of it as like you're watching the lottery, like on TV, the way that they used to do it at 11 o'clock at night where they would pull out the little ping pong balls with the numbers on it. And if your numbers hit, you became a gajillionaire. This is who wants to become a Wembenyama alienaire, I guess. Air, so for sure. Well, we'll, we'll see and, what and happens there, there. Another piece of news, which I, I don't remember if we've mentioned it. But in terms of magic news, they're running it back. The same people representing the magic, I, I believe, from what I had saw, right? Like what I had seen. Joel Glass Mosley, and Mosley. Mosley will be on the stand, basically. And Joel Glass will be in that room. Do you think they slip up and show us Joel Glass again? And maybe we could just read his body? I'm so Pause. terrified to watch that footage because I'm instantly yeah. going to start drawing conclusions. If I see a smile on Joel Glass's face, I'm going to be irrationally excited. And if I don't see a smile on his face, I know. But I feel like once the lottery started, like Joel Glass went out of my brain and I was like just watching the results in real time. This time, because we know this is going to sound really crazy. We know what Joel Glass's face is like when he wins the lottery. Like I know what Mm -hmm. your face looks like when you win the lottery. So if we see that again, I'm going to think we won the lottery. Mm-hmm. So I could have yeah, gone they better not. a million and one different directions right there with the way that I worded that. You, so you I could've. hope that came across clearly and appropriately. Oh, so clear, but inappropriately. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about some draft history. Again, we're sitting here. The Orlando Magic, six best odds. Chicago Bulls, 11th best odds. As long as Chicago does not jump up into the top four, that pick will go to the Magic. So what I wanted to take a look at was, first of all, like Orlando Magic history odds. So the Magic in 1992, they had a 15% chance at winning the number one overall pick. They ended up with the number one overall pick, which happened to be Shaquille O'Neal. They won 21 games the year before they drafted Shaq. They have a 20-game improvement. They go 41-41 and on the season. They go into the lottery with the 11th best odds. They had a 1.52% chance of ending up number one, and they ended up number one overall. That's just in terms of the Orlando Magic. I believe, Luke, you said before we started recording, that is the only team in the history of the NBA that finished the season 500 or better to win... Hmm. The NBA lottery. Yeah. Yeah. 41 and uh, 41, right? For that year. So 
And then last year, <sighs> that's that's crazy. You have a fourteen and a half percent chance of ending up with the number one overall pick, and everyone knows we ended up with the number one overall pick. So we've been there. Two thousand four, you had a twenty five percent chance of ending up number one overall, and you ended up number one overall. Selected Dwight Howard. Now, where I want to change the focus just a little bit, Luke, is talking about like the current odds that we have. I wanted to look at the six best odds and just like historically the teams that did the best. So in 2005, the Milwaukee Bucks had the six best odds. They had a 6.30 chance percent chance at ending up number one overall. They ended up number one overall. In the modern lottery era, the 2005 Milwaukee Bucks who drafted Andrew Bogut, they are the only team that had the sixth best odds that ended up winning the number one overall pick. Some people will say that doesn't look great for us. I will say we're due. In 2003, the Memphis Grizzlies had the sixth best odds with a 6.40% chance at the number one overall pick. They jumped up to number two. But remember, the lottery odds were much different in the early 2000s. They were very different up until 2009, uh, where we have these kind of updated odds, where really it's the worst three teams that all have the best odds. 2009. The Memphis Grizzlies, again, had the six best odds. They had a 7.50% chance of ending up number one overall. They ended up number two. Uh, 2010, so three three straight years here, 2009, 2010, 2011, uh, the team with the six best odds jumped up into the top three. In 2010, it was the 76ers. They had a 5.30% chance at number one, ended up number two. And then the New Jersey Nets, I haven't heard that in a while. They had the six best odds in 2011. They had a 7.5% chance at number one. They ended up number three. And I looked through in the modern lottery era since 1990, how many teams that had the 11th best odds ended up in the top four, which would be catastrophic for us. We would lose the Chicago Bulls pick. It has happened once. It was in 2019, the first year of the new odds. The Los Angeles Lakers had the 11th best odds. They had a 9.4% chance of ending up in the top four, and they ended up number four. That was the super crazy year where the Pelicans jumped, the Grizzlies jumped, the Lakers jumped, and the Knicks got screwed. Yeah, big time. The odds of us ending up number one overall or jumping into the top four, not really in our favor. The odds of keeping the Bulls pick, which again, the Magic have a... Basically, 92 or 91.5% chance of keeping that Bulls pick. Um, odds are pretty good at keeping that Bulls pick. Jumping, not great. You could say the sixth pick is due. You could. If, Jonathan, the Bulls get... Let's say the Bulls pick conveys and the Magic get the 10th pick. What are your emotions post-lottery? You keep the pick, but you're 10th for ours. So we have the 10th and 11th picks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be pretty disappointed. Uh, like the, the guys that I really have my eyes on, we're talking about Grady Dick. We're talking about uh, Taylor Hendricks. I'm looking at Cam Whitmore as well. I know a lot of other guys are you know looking at like the Thompson Twins or Jarris Walker, you know, Jordan Hawkins. But for the guys that I really have my eyes on, 
they're most likely going to be gone by those picks. Now, the good news is we've talked about how because you have Paolo Bancaro, because you have Franz Wagner, you're really just looking for complementary pieces to help fill out the roster. You're not dependent upon these home run swings in the draft. So if you end up number one overall, fantastic. If you if everything goes chalk, you end up with six or seven and 11, great. You end up 10 and 11, I'm going to be a little bit bummed out. That's going to be super anticlimactic. Yeah. Yeah, that would be... But but essentially, if the Magic walk away from draft night with or lottery night with two picks still, I'll survive. I will be all right. If the and, Magic uh, like end up said, so many, top four and we lose the Bulls pick, mm-hmm. I'll survive. That's another scenario for sure. Yeah, I'm all right with that. We'll see. In what scenario don't you survive? The one where the Magic end up with like the tenth pick and the Bulls end up in the top four. Hmm. And then if the Bulls get number one, oh yeah, uh, that will be rough. Um, you'll still get an episode from us, but it it won't be fun, and we won't be happy <laughs> unless I've just eaten those cake donuts. But that's that's about the only scenario I think. Yeah, for me, what it comes down to, I'm heading into the draft lottery, the, the night of the draft lottery, incredibly optimistic because. We do have the hope that is still alive that you end up number one, you end up number two, even, you know, ending up number three or number four, like you end up in the top four and you have the chance to draft like another potential franchise changer, especially if you end up number one, as soon as the Celtics game and the the Celtics and 76ers game ended today, my whole family is here. They're asking me about, you know, the event that we're having on Tuesday. And I said, you know what? Let's watch some Victor Wembanyama highlights to get me a little <laughs> bit excited and get my hopes up for no good reason to be just devastated later on. And I said, "Look, I, I'm just gonna, I'm going to have I'm going to keep the hope alive until the hope is dead. Will I be a little bit disappointed? Yes, but trust me, almost any of these likely outcomes, I will be just fine. I'll be disappointed for a few minutes, but then I will." Turn my face to the sun. That is Paolo Bancaro, Franz Wagner. I'll feel the, their warmth on my face. Mm. And um, <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> we will find a way to recover from what I just said. We will find a way to recover from whatever our <laughs> lottery results are. Yeah, But I am choosing to walk into the night of the draft lottery incredibly optimistic. Mm. Mhm. That's good. <laughs> hey, yo. Man. That might be wow. the most that's sus awesome. thing we've ever said on this show. And there's a lot of them, but I think that's definitely up there. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't even I say don't that know I said where that. to go. I don't know where to go from here. I know where we can go. We can thank our wonderful patrons. If you haven't heard already, we do have a Patreon channel uh, where you can help financially support the show. You can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show. Every time we have a brand new patron, we shout them out. So we have a very special shout out to the goat of all goats, our boy Keith Wallace, who joined the elite tier at the annual level. Just went ahead and said, look, I'm going to pay for the entire year. Love what these guys are doing. A big shout out to Mr. Keith Wallace. We really, really appreciate the support. And then we also shout out all of our elite tier patrons 
and our Hall of Fame tier patrons on every episode that we have. So we'll start with the Court Cousins. Shout out to our guy, Peach, who is driving cross country right now. Maybe you're listening to this episode, and I hope it puts a smile on your face. Hope you are having a smooth ride, having a safe ride on your way to your new home in Dallas. Shout out to uh, Drew Gooden, Armin, Carson Tulo, Normal, Magic Player History, Julio, Gabe Gaines, Wiffle, Michael Martin, Jamel Miller, Michael Salapon, The Distract, Donkey Punch Dave, Picture of Hotdog.com, Pierre A, Nostalgia and M&Ms, Dylan Holden, Mr. Mikey, Eduardo Sanchez, Drum, Danimal, Dodo 15, Bobby Skinner, Goatee 93, Teddy Sylvia, Eric Lopez, Fuchsia, Juan Gerardo, Bill Fulton, Edmund Lagone, Jose Esquilin, Destin for Greatness, Caleb Pete, Cannibalism, Time Mr. TV, Joe Rothfuss, ESPN Really Sucks, Gear 95, Shred, Junior Bruce, Half Freak, and Shahin 177, Bulby the Don, Himlo Ban Himro, Improv 221, who I just uh, talked to the other day on Twitter. What's up, my guy? Ray Pastrana, Magic Kid 714, Let's Spank Don't Tank, Soft Taco, Jesse, Johnny B, Fuego Nando, Victor Cologne, Phantom Wolf 72, Irish Magic Mike, Austin Lampy, Random Hustle, Bull Bull. His first name is his last name, Only Franz Maria. And again, Keith Wallace, a big shout out to all of our patrons. You can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Are we ready to continue, Luke? Do you think we will be able to keep it together for the last few minutes yes. of this show here? So our good buddy, Benji, who does you know our event coordinating, he replied to us uh, when we were asking about confirming the food at Wall Street. I don't know what it means. But essentially, he said, one's a bar and grill, one's a cantina. So, I don't know what that means. I hope our menu talk is still valid. I would say it is. If it's not, this hasn't happened before, or this has happened before, where we discuss a whole menu, we show up, and the food's not even that food. But whatever. Jonathan, it's you know it's our time, and y'all's for listening. Thanks for spending it with us. Uh, and, and that is what it is. So, we'll see. I'm, I'm very hopeful, though. I still am remaining hopeful that the cantina, he said cantina, there's a cantina menu. As long as I can get the food that's on that menu, I'll be happy. Yeah. Last time that happened to us, like it wasn't even like remotely close to what we read online. Oh, bad info. And People I update your websites, say, please. We still had a phenomenal culinary experience. The food was the food was still great. Was the magic fantastic. blew out the hornets. Yeah. It was a great night. I'm very confident that you and I will do just fine as it as it pertains to, to eating that night. All right. We're gonna go ahead and do our last tankathon of the NBA draft there. lottery season. At least on mm-hmm. the show. Maybe I'll run one like the day of I will run one the day of the lottery. But on the show, this is gonna be our last tankathon lottery simulation before the draft. Like this is this is it. 
you don't follow us on social media, you just listen or watch the podcast, this is going to be it. This is our last run at this. And for some reason, I shouldn't be nervous because this has zero implications on what is going to happen Tuesday night. But to me, it does not feel that way. So if you're not familiar, go ahead. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, are you Mark Tataming or am I who's or if you want to run it? You did it last time. I'll do it this time. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll see. Actually, you, you had a good time last time, so I wasn't sure. But yes, I'll, I'll by all means, I'll be the viewer. All right. It is very enjoyable. Okay. So if you're not familiar with Tankathon, tankathon.com, uh, right on their homepage, they have a simulation of the lottery. You can press it. If you're going to share your results to social media, our rule is it has to be your first run. Don't sit there and click in it until you get the Orlando Magic, and then you want to send it to us because I will fall for it, and I will retweet it. Okay? Don't be that guy. I won't know about it, but you'll know about it, and so will God. So don't lie. All right? <laughs> what we're going to do here, we're going to sim the lottery once, and then I'm going to do my best Mark Tatum impression. We'll start at 14, Perfect. and we'll just go yep. through one, and we'll just let the chips fall where they may. Here we go. The last Tankathon lottery simulation of 2023 here on the Six Man Show. Brown With the back. 14th pick in the 2023 NBA draft. No, this isn't the. I'm not Adam Silver, Jonathan. You're Mark Tatum. Let's try that again. With the 14th pick in the 2023. No, I'm going to try this one more time. The 14th pick in the 2023 NBA draft will go to the New Orleans Pelicans. The 13th pick in the 2023 NBA draft will go to the Toronto Raptors. The 12th pick in the 2023 NBA draft will go to. The Oklahoma City Thunder. The 11th pick in the 2023 NBA draft will go to the Chicago Bulls. The 10th pick in the 2023 NBA draft will go to the Dallas Mavericks. The 9th pick in the 2023 NBA draft will go to the Utah Jazz. The 8th pick in the 2023 NBA draft will go to the Washington Wizards. The seventh pick in the 2023 NBA draft will go to the Portland Trailblazers. The sixth pick in the 2023 NBA draft will go to the Charlotte Hornets. The fifth pick in the 2023 NBA draft will go to the Detroit Pistons. The fourth pick in the 2023 NBA draft will go to the San Antonio Spurs. The third pick and the 2023 NBA draft will go to the Orlando Magic. The second pick in the 2023 NBA draft will go to the Houston Rockets. And the first pick in the 2023 NBA draft would go to, but it will actually go to the Orlando Magic, it would go to the Indiana Pacers. This is what I will say, kind of my last words about the lottery, how everything will shake out. If it's not us, send Victor Wembanyama to the West. Take him west. I can't. That's. I don't want to see that guy until the finals. That's all I ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Three and eleven. How are you feeling? You walk away from. I'm. Pe- I'm 11. feeling pretty freaking good. Yeah. If yeah. Brandon Miller is there at three, did the Magic take him? I don't know. I do. I do not know. I would like to think so, but I. We've talked about it before, at least on one episode, but. There's some character stuff with Brandon Miller. I want to jump in here real fast because 
apparently, and we probably shouldn't even be talking about this because we haven't gone back and done a ton of research, right? Okay. It We're was correct. not Brandon Miller's gun. It right. was the the guy that ended buddies. up killing. It was their gun. And that guy said, hey, bring me my gun back. If I'm in my car, my buddy's gun is in my car. He tells me to bring his gun back. I'm bringing his gun back. Maybe. No, I'm the bringing his gun back. What? It's That's not fine. my gun. I want no part of somebody else's firearm but that I, have I do no not contest. own in my possession. Did he know he had it? Or was it like his buddy left the gun in the car? I don't think it was that at all. Why'd he have it? Could have just left it in the car. Like, hey, I left my gun in your I car. I need answers. But luckily, the magic the answers, will get I'm answers. sure the magic will get answers. And so if, if he's the guy, if they're like, yeah, story checks out, he's good. Uh, we don't have any qualms. He interviewed great. He worked out great. He's a he's our pick at three. By all means, I would but venture it, to guess the, the magic, magic probably have ninety five percent of the facts already. If, yeah, they've already done their digging. They're preparing, but not that we would know anything like that. But if the magic have three Brandon Millers on the board, and everything up to that point has said he worked out great for teams, he was awesome blah 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 maybe woes falls for it again and he's like the magic are picking here's the draft order the magic are picking brandon miller third and then he doesn't go third there's problems or jeff and john think they hit another home run with someone a little bit further back projected in the draft i don't know but i would venture to say you know um, regardless we've said it many times we trust this front office until they burn us severely and to this point they've done anything but that so Whatever is there, if the Magic were to get the third pick, I'm cool with whoever they take, honestly. But if it's not Brandon Miller, I'll be like, oh, well, they had probably had great reason for it. Do you get annoyed whenever you see Tobias Harris thinking about the 20, what was that, 2016 trade for Brandon mm-hmm. Jennings and Ursan Ilyasova? Because to me, it's still one of the worst trades in Orlando Magic history. That was a terrible one. It's, I mean, obviously, there's been a lot. Next but could that be was terrible. Serge Ibaka for Oladipo and Sabonis, yes. of, of course, by the same guy Draft night. in the span of six months, not even, yeah, like five months. Unbelievable. Yeah. I obviously all time terrible. Philadelphia streak. eliminated today, but after the game, all you know, the players are dapping up. I'm like, oh, Tobias Harris. You know, wasn't amazing, but for what we gave him away for, it still kind of grinds my gears. All right, Luke, anything else? Still could have helped. No, I think that's it. All right, let's wrap it up. Folks, do not forget you're listening to this Monday. You're listening to this Tuesday. Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, Wall Street Plaza. Draft Lottery Watch Party with the six-man show, Orlando Magic, Michelob Ultra. You want to be there. It is going to be a fantastic time regardless of the result. You're a diehard fan, please be there. If you're a fan of the show, fans of us on social media, whatever, if you're there, come please say hello. We want to meet you guys. We love meeting you guys. Very much looking yeah. forward to it. Here is to running it back and winning the lottery again. Let's do it. For Luke Sylvia, this has been Jonathan Osborne. You guys have been listening to the Six Man Show, and we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Sixth Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. 
If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It helps out the show a lot. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Six Man Show. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic! Right.